Talent Skips a Generation, Today's Extraction from a Collection of Memories by Wit Prophet. I have tried this line, Talent Skips a Generation, with Kathy, Rob, and Pam. Seems to have as much chance of being believed as the title that I would like, would like to have given this book, Growing Up Gifted, an autobiography by Wit Prophet. Slim chance of acceptance of either one. I am so lucky to have four talented children, and I can get away with saying I here, but we all know that it really takes two to tango, but this chapter isn't about them, but about their progeny. And what a collection of talented individuals that is. Where do I start? I remember Kathy calling me from a bed in the hallway at the hospital in Edmonton and saying she had just delivered a baby boy and he weighed 10.5 pounds. Wow. Even the doctor told her he would like to be the agent for this boy when he grows up. I did get to see lots of Justin in his formative years. I recall his photo on the front page of the R&T with his arms raised, celebrating a goal he scored in the Adam tournament here in Brockville. Wink Amiot and I worked the penalty box and clock for that game. I watched a lot of his midget games. Jay was his coach. And they always seemed to be late at night in Spencerville. Justin made the Braves out of midget with Wilf as the coach. I recall the big game in Lanark where he scored two goals and Wilf gave him plenty of ice time in the overtime. Next year there was a change of command with the Braves and Justin ended up playing Junior B with Jason Hawkins and the Tiki's. He had an exceptional year and played a lot with Casey Riley. They were fun to watch. I remember Justin scoring two goals on the same PK and almost getting a third. Next year, Justin started the season with Pembroke. That was the year they played Cornwall in the first game in the showcase in the little rink at Nepean. The Kings forgot the correct set of sweaters and had to borrow a set. A few weeks into the season, Justin got traded back to Brockville and he finished the season in fine style. Justin's final year with the Braves, he had such a good group of close friends on the team and a lot of them were built at his house. Pete, Suitcase Barnett, Phil Betts, Number 7, Brad Deacon, and a couple of others. Now Derek was Mr. All-Around. He never settled into one sport, nor restricted himself. Agonized through a lot of his games when he played goalie for Ray McFadden. Tough on him and tough on his grandparents. He was president of the Boys Athletic Association at St. Mary's. Remember delivering those phone books. He played all sports for his high school. I remember watching him high jump at Granville Christian College in Iasa, and I saw his Lagasa basketball championships there as well. I really enjoyed playing golf with him. Boy, could he whack those drives a mile. He was the anchor of our team, Richie and Uncle John Garland, at our first family reunion. He opted to play city league hockey rather than being the number six or seven defenseman on the Tiki's the year I was there. Saw lots of Alex in basketball. We went to Syracuse to see Cornell play the Orange. And yes, he did get in that game as Cornell was right in the game right up to the final four minutes. 
I saw numerous varsity games at Queens and Carleton. Alex had a great college career and is still the all-time high scorer for U of T. He was also an all-Canadian academic. Jake was a gifted athlete. Hey, I even saw him play hockey at the Ted Reeves Arena in Toronto. I think he won the pool that day as well. Only caught one of his basketball games. It was at the old gym at Queen's, and Jake was playing for Toronto 5-0. I got to give him a card and a small gift, as it was his 16th birthday. Jake went on to play D2 basketball. Kate was the mystery girl. Well, mystery in that I never got to actually see her play. I think she was playing senior at Eastern Commerce when she was in grade 9. Of course, that led to prep school, then Rutgers, and finally LaSalle. How did she avoid me all those years? Wish I was going to Germany to see her play this winter. We were fortunate to see lots of Sammy. Saw lots of her club ball teams in Ottawa, Cornwall, and so on. We did make it to Syracuse to see her play Virginia Tech Hokies uh, against the Orange. And Sammy had some difficult choices to make. As a talented multi-sport athlete, where should she specialize and when? When we hosted off the track and field in Brockville, both Sammy and Kate were competing. In the thrilling women's 800-meter final, Sammy persevered to an amazing fourth-place finish just out of the medals. I remember the announcer, Neil McHugh, saying, and that's Whit Prophet's granddaughter, Sammy Hill, in fourth. Sammy, like Kate, is still playing basketball in Germany this year. And for the past four years, she has been on Canada's national team. She went to Tokyo for the Olympics all last year, but COVID restrictions saw the Olympic Village come under close scrutiny, and she and one other girl from the Canadian team had to vacate their spot. Multi-sport athlete for sure. At prep school, she had to compete in the th compulsory three sports. So in addition to track and basketball, Sammy rode competitively for the school. The coach said she could have been a scholarship athlete in any one of these sports. The story is devoid of action photos. I am still waiting for their parents to supply them so can I, so that I can have sports posters of all of them down in our family room. And last but not least, my neighbors here in the North End, Jordan and Brandon. Jordan was a swimmer through and through. I never got to see him compete at any age class meets, either locally or at the Nationals, but he was there. Rob even became a certified swimming official. Jordan wanted to utilize his swimming school's skills to get his education. And after many offers, he opted for Oswego State, and it was a wise choice. Although he was only there for one year, he sure supplied us with some pretty exciting times. I saw him swim at Clarkson and then at a home, suite, a home meet in Oswego. All very exciting. During the regular season, he was chosen several times as Athlete of the Week for Oswego State, and a couple of times he was the New York State Swimmer of the Week. And he still holds a couple of Oswego State swim records. 
The regular season meets paled in comparison to the state championships in Buffalo. Without a doubt, this is one of the most electrifying, emotionally charged athletic events I have ever attended. Rob and I were there for all four days. Uh, we drove, well, he did, home in a blinding snowstorm, but the meet at Buffalo State was over the top. My heart still starts to beat faster whenever I think about it. Thank you, Jordan, for those days. Some twists in the politics of education and the sport in New York State led to a SUNY out-of-state athlete having to choose between their scholarship and their sport. Jordan opted to continue swimming and transferred to the University of Toronto. There he swam on a very competitive national championship team. I did get to see him swim once for varsity, and that was the pool in Western. And last but not least, Brandon. He played his early minor hockey in Brockville and soon started with the AA Kings and then the AAA Cyclones, up to and including minor midget. Although that would prove to be his last year locally, the personalities and politics spoiled it for a lot of people. We were all thrilled when he was drafted 32nd overall by Saginaw in the OHL. He had a great first year at Saginaw, played top four minutes every game. He scored three goals that year, and I was lucky enough to be at all of those games. In my opinion, his best game was at the Canadian Tire Centre in Ottawa. The 67s were playing there because of renovations downtown at the TD Centre. Brandon, a 16-year-old rookie defenseman, was plus five that night. He scored two goals and was selected first start of the game. That year, he also played in the World Under-17 Championships with Connor McDavid as a team. Five years in the OHL got him an invite to the Buffalo Sabres Development Camp and, of course, the educational package that financed his tenure at Queens and St. Lawrence College. He finished off his OHL career as captain of the Peterborough Peets. Okay, Kathy, Rob, and Pam top that.